Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a new-ish podcast where me, comedian, writer Dane Baptiste, and my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello! And a mix of special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. We are talking everything from politics to pop culture to the heavens to the earth, mind, body, soul, and everything in between. Pop tarts? Yeah, pop tarts as well. Why not? They're like molten. There's like lava in the middle. I could never, yeah. There's a lot of flavors for those. And uh, yeah, little diabetic boxes. (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) on today's show, our guest is a comedian. She's a rising comedy star. She is 2018's Funny Women Deserved Winner. And. Most interesting fact, she is has known me longer than everybody else in comedy. Whoa. Hi. I didn't know that. This is it. Yeah. yeah. So with no further introduction needed, please welcome Tanya Moore. Hi. How you doing? Good. I like hoi. Hi. Hoi. <laughs> <laughs> is that a new thing? Is that your catch? Is that your new catch? No, race? I've stolen it. It's from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who does, who does Here this? we go. Hi. Alaska. Hi. Hi, I just got into it, man. It's a big yeah, thing. it's good. That, isn't it? RuPaul's Drag that Race and is, Queer is Eye. Oh, that and Queer Eye is literally all that anyone seems to be talking about. Oh no, 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 no! It's all about RuPaul's really? Drag Race. Really, RuPaul, oh, RuPaul yeah. is, the, is the one. But yeah. I've been a big RuPaul fan since way back when she had songs on the box. Thank you. Music television <laughs> yeah. control. You yeah. better work, work girl, girl. Work, work it, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. This podcast changed, oh, didn't it? Since last time. And and then she did really make of Back to My Roots by Sly and Family Stone. Yes, big tune. Yeah. Big, big fan of RuPaul and she had a cameo in the Brady Bunch movie one of my favourite films and secret guilty pleasures she's strong do you know I've only she's watched strong. a bit of it but I'm going to have to watch more because everyone keeps just fucking saying I just watched six hours it's of- amazing it's amazing wow. my, You've my, got like- my money was on, on was on uh, Money Exchange because it's Monet Exchange Monet, that's, that's, okay. Monet Exchange is one of the best names I've ever name heard yeah. Yeah. it's a great yeah. name there's been some great ones have you got your own RuPaul Drag Race name yet or myself we, yeah we, are we working on our names yet uh, I don't that's know interesting because that. I'm going to be a man aren't I so I was yeah, thinking yeah. like I don't Ooh. know we'll have to come back to that yeah <laughs> 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 we didn't prepare that. We that didn't. Kind we didn't. Of, I went, yeah. No, we're ready. I went ready. I want mine. It's, ca- it's Cash Monet. That's mine. Cash Monet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I mean. I think Monet Exchange might have a little problem with that. Okay. Um, Cash Monet. What else yeah. have I got? Um, Panani Versace. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh well. <laughs> Let's take it there. Uh, We've got to take it there. Uh, We've got to already, take it there. Are they looking for staff so writers on that like, show? What's going on, Panani? <laughs> <laughs> Be- Ben's life <laughs> Hashtag Ben's life Tanya That's oh what I say Oh my goodness Ben's Panani life yeah. I, haven't, is... I haven't got any kind of I haven't thought of any kind of name Anyway no. I have to never work on well. I've got an hour Better think of it You never yeah. know What's around the corner Howard <laughs> but I've got, to have, got to have that on deck like They would want nothing To do with me on that show This the, Nothing about this Feels like RuPaul's That's why it exists Because we're going to take, take that And we're going to transform that But right. then that's, that, that's it Like I'm looking at you And as an <laughs> avid watcher I know right. if you put on a wig And just got your face beat Like it yeah. would Have they made this good. into an app yet Would be my question Because that would clearly be How to drag yourself Yeah just drag I can drag me into Oh my god I should totally copyright that, that. Do, No one's probably, done that probably, I mean there's like Snapchat filters mm. Which I guess can give you That kind of look Yeah As far as 
But I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into getting into drag nowadays. You know, it's not just Bro. like putting on a wig and like big mm-hmm. lipstick, like full contour and everything. Oh, babes, contours. Yeah, yeah you and you've got to be contour. snatched in the middle. You yeah, have to have a waist, you have your waist trainer. Get your waist trainer popping. Oh yeah, and, and you have as to well. get the right breast because if your breasts don't suit your body, it doesn't get your, make get sense. your cutlets in there as well. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. It's a question. <laughs> of, nothing makes me. Yeah, I mean. Don't you better exfoliate, but onion yeah. skin tones, you're crazy. <laughs> These bod- I've got enough body issues as a man, let alone trying to be a woman. So exactly. Like, if you, you know. want to, if you want to sashay, you stay. Then hey. you gotta get your shit together, or Shantae, you walk Shantae away. away. I don't. I mean, it's interesting. I don't have much of femininess in my life. I, I mean, I've got I've got a wife, and she's the effeminate part of my life. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I don't feel like a. I, I sometimes wear a Hawaiian shirt if I know I'm going to get drunk. Okay. Yeah. That's that's pretty. That's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty masculine. <laughs> But I mean, That's the thing is, the thing about RuPaul's Drag Race as well is that some of the rounds they have and some involve, you know, or if you've ever seen the film Paris is Burning, yeah. like some of the divisions and stuff with the Vogan is how butch can you act as a, as a homosexual man as well. Mm. So, you know, maybe that's where you get you get the points back. <laughs> it's time for a question, I think. Okay. It's time for a question. As is a tradition, Tanya, okay. uh, guests always get to ask questions first. All right. So I've got a comedy question. A comedy course. question. Okay. Yes. Good, yes. And I've, I've, I believe the rules are you have to answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I would like to know when you're writing a story, mm-hmm. what what is your formula? What do you what steps do you go through? What steps do I go through? It depends on what I'm writing. So there's some if I'm writing something in retrospective, then it's just me reflecting on something that may have happened when I was younger, or growing up, or experience I had, and that's the premise, I suppose. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing an anecdote, mm-hmm. and then the setup is normally like how I kind of reacted to that, or you know how I'd like to have reacted to it. Mm-hmm. So then really what I do sometimes I might reflect on something so let's say it was a bad breakup for example yeah. and I reflect on how I behaved in the bad in the bad breakup but then it's like in an ideal world if I could reclaim that time and how would I deal with it then that's sometimes what I use instead and that's kind of where the comedy comes from ah. so, is, is how you would have yeah, well, addressed well, that yeah, problem exactly. in that if, moment if you could yeah. have dealt Gone with back. it exactly yeah, yeah. so for example I had an ex-girlfriend who wasn't very nice and once we both got very drunk and she wanted me to give her a piggyback mm. and I was very drunk mm. but and we were a very rocky place so I was like oh let me try and at least do this kind of nice act of chivalry to try and help this relationship and uh, she jumped on my back as she felt entitled to because well you're not you're my boyfriend you should carry me forgetting <laughs> I mean this, this is a bad move already this yeah is it's a, a bad move already it's a bad this move is already not smart and uh, yeah, yeah so she jumps on my back and I am too drunk so I fall face first get out outside of uh, the police station the headquarters in Lucian oh no fell on my face <laughs> people were there it was late, so there weren't people no. there. But I was so drunk, I didn't care if people was there. So I fell was, on my face, ugh. and I'm like, oh, how embarrassing. So I'm laughing, like, with a little cocoa, like, ha, 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 ha. I look over, uh, her face has exploded. Like, really? Uh, her nose is, like, broken to the side, and it's like, oh, and it's, and it's, mate. It is, it is, it is a... Half uh, of me feels so heavy. It is clar- it's like, clar- and it's clar- fireworks in her nose. Hoy. So she had to get rhinoplasty to get that re- corrected. So she was basically walking around looking like the penguin. <laughs> For um, quite a few weeks, and, she, and, she and, hated you, not to say the least. Well, she can't hate me. I didn't tell her to jump on my back like that. But, but did you so. end up using that in material? Not yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been long enough. Preview. Statue, the statue of limitations. But um, but like, no. But it was, it was it was just like because it was like some you know people were like oh man I know you're not supposed to hit somebody but she's a really nasty piece of work wow. and then I was like I can't hit her I love her man what are you yeah. talking about and then next thing you know well nature boxed mm. her in the face for me I guess. <laughs> It's one way of see. It's one way of looking at it. Mm. So that's like, again. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Is that it's like you know. It's kind of like I don't necessarily believe in God, but if you know, Nigel Farage has had two helicopter crashes. <laughs> someone trying to tell the world something. Yeah. You know, things go round in in a way. In a weird way, yeah. And it, and it's like you know, this is somebody who wasn't particularly nice, 
And so all of a sudden, face got exploded. Mm. And her, hey. friend, her friends were there too. So there was witnesses <laughs> that knew it wasn't my fault as well. So yeah. that's hey. one of those jobs. And uh, Storytelling in comedy is, is one of... Because obviously jokes, which you, you guys both do have excellent line in jokes, obviously. But like storytelling is it's almost like, you know, subsection or extra genre element. Sometimes you'll watch people... Uh, Sarah Kendall is, is yeah. someone who's obviously like Jedi level with mm-hmm. t- storytelling. Mm. And I think it's got to, even if you're embellishing parts of it, as everyone I think does, yeah. you have to have something true. Yes. You can spot, yeah. an audience can spot a mile off oh, of if course. it's bullshit. No? Of yeah. course they can. Yeah, they can definitely tell. And I, and I, also, I also think your delivery of something that is genuine, it, doesn't, it makes a difference. I think that's what, that's what, that's when your delivery messes up is when you know, it's, that's when you know it's not genuine. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. When you don't have a pattern to it because you can't feel it. Yeah, and so you know you don't know how to deliver it, and also there's and so the, the, you lose oh, it. correct, and there's also the NLP thing where it's a method that a lot of public speakers and comedians use, mm. whereby they kind of preface everything they're saying, but they're like, and then the funniest thing happened. Yeah. It was so funny, and I swear to you, the funniest thing. And it's like, let us be the judge of that. Yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't. We, we I wouldn't laugh. I deliberately yeah. won't laugh now, yeah. no matter what yeah. you. Like, is, is this going to be the? Fu- is this the funniest thing? Why is it coming at only three minutes into your five yeah. minutes? Yeah. <laughs> You yeah. probably should save this for the closer if it's the funniest thing that you've yeah. ever heard. And I was like, I doubt it's the funniest thing you've ever heard. Yes. Because if it's the funniest thing you ever heard, I mean, you know, I'd probably open with that or I'd have led yeah. with that a long time ago yeah. if, I was, if that was the case. But, but I think the thing that's so magical about a story compared to a joke, right? Yes. In my opinion, is an interesting part of what your question is, 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 is that the, 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 you would ne- I would never be interested in telling anyone about a great joke I heard particularly. Yeah. But the story, like I remember, you know, me and Dave were talking about a, a, a guy that we love, Joel Domit, who's you know been doing comedy for years. And, and, and he had a story about a, a, a worst first date he yeah. ever had, which is like he's, we won't, ever do it but you kind of it's such a memorable tale yeah. anytime anyone ever brings up first dates I'm like oh fucking hell that story Joel told yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and it's even like and, and I think again it works as well with stories because there's characters that are in stories who you wouldn't normally see as comic characters yeah but when you relay in this anecdote you bring them to life and they can appear as like you know mm. the comic foil like my dad very often is a straight man mm. but I want to tell this this is a story we went to my friend's wedding mm. and this is like as English as you get, as in like, you know, we're talking about jelly eels, like Volavon. Really? Like, but very, 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 very English wedding. Very where, where, English where, wedding. where are we at here? We're no. like, we, and we're like, I think we're like in Eltham. That's how right, English right, this wedding right, is. Right, oh, wow. this is, yeah. is so, it like sandwiches for dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's not yeah. like, it's not it's like. Sausage rolls are hot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. English, that's yeah. like if you've got like a little Scottish in you. If it's like English, it's probably English. Yeah, it's probably English, yeah. Like, you know, cold cuts, what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice little table. And, I guess, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, and I, I guess I'm a lot more anglicized than my dad is. So I'm like, oh, I can handle this for long enough. Yeah. And I'm like, what's he gonna do? And my dad, yeah, basically there was like drumsticks, and I swear on my life, yeah, he picked up two drumsticks, took a bite out of each of them, and then just put them in a cross on a plate, and then look at them again. <laughs> And I was thinking to myself, because we're, we're, what we kind have, of symbol? What's, what's his, what kind this of symbol is that? We're the only black people in this entire, in this entire, no not, not wedding, venue. Yeah, yeah. And he tried two pieces, it like took two bites at the same place. If you imagine when you first take a bite out of drumstick, he's taking two just clean bites. Yeah. And he's not even like, you know, you might taste something and be like, ah, oh, try a bit. Ah, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. He's just been like, no. And then just basically <laughs> put, it, put it in the shape of, a, of, the, of the St. George. Yeah. And put it on a white paper plate. Oh wow! And just left it there. And I was like, "That is ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Respect. That's a massive stamp. I'm like, why would you come in the mist? The lines then." <laughs> 
I make that never, statement. I've never met your dad, right? But like, I, it, it, it's the fact that the clear image. Yeah. It's such, and that's what storytelling and, and the funniness of it. Yeah. Because you do. Because obviously, I've I've seen you know we've seen your career is rising, and, Thank and you, you are you bringing more and more stories into your stuff now? Yes, is that yeah. one of your things? Yes. Yeah. I, I love storytelling. Yeah, and, uh, plenty, plenty of stories. Hey. Can I, can I also, uh, yeah, I mean, just to imagine his face was like. If you imagine someone's eating like a yogurt, yeah, and they found a cigarette, <laughs> a cigarette in, in a bottle of, of the yogurt. yogurt. <laughs> That's how his face was. As in, like, as in, like fury. how dare they even? <laughs> how dare they? How dare they? Chicken just, fury. Yeah, he's full chicken fury, and he just stood there by the table, just like and just chilling mm. with a bottle of Stella, and I was just like, but you know, I, I, I that's an interesting. I, I do get angry at people serving me food, and I'm like, mate, you haven't even bothered, have you? Have yeah. you even really bothered? Yeah, yeah. I know, but I, I think it's bad because I think they, I think they bothered because everyone else was like, oh, oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, he was just like. I tried. Yeah. <laughs> this is me trying. This is me trying, Dave. <laughs> See, I tried. I tried. Did it. Yeah, he did it. He's like, I tried. It's, it's too. It's too funny. Yeah. yeah it's no, too funny. I love. Man. I love um, storytelling. I think. I think. Because on I'm, stage, I'm, it's different, though. It's it different. Is, it's a different it is. gig. I really appreciate people who um, do puns. Yeah. I mm. find that so hard. Right. But also, I think. I just feel like, and I could be biased, I'm totally biased, but I feel like storytelling is the best thing ever because it's it's nice when you can take a, a, an audience on a journey and mm. you can watch their faces mm-hmm. go up and down and like the intrigue and you're just controlling all of that and it's amazing. And then at the end, they have this big laugh dice. It's, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's the raw truth of mm. humanity mm. Yeah. that you get when someone tells you something and you're like, well, okay, that definitely happened. Yeah. And even if the details he's like exaggerating you're bringing it and you're building it yeah, up yeah it's just a magical i mean my dad god rest his soul used to talk like stories like you wouldn't believe yeah he would tell people about how when i was a kid uh on our holiday to malta that one day we were just in the pool and i was like seven or eight years old my dad was talking to these just british folks just mm. on holiday yeah and he sw- i swam past my dad and i just said to them we're jewish you know uh, but we still eat bacon and then just swam off. <laughs> just no swam off. Way. And my dad, for years, like for, I mean, rest of, you know, my adult life with him, just would always bring that up because to him it was just like, why is this kid, like it was such a perfect moment yeah. on this holiday. It, it's it, when you get that truth to a story. I feel like yeah. you, you definitely, definitely read the social climate as a child. <laughs> yes, waited out, waited out there. It's like if everyone could put that in their beers. <laughs> yeah, uh, and like, my dad talks a lot, but you're lucky your dad talks about mm. you. My dad talks about him. Right? <laughs> yeah, oh, really? yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, got, you know, you got to sit down and listen to the stories of when he was a child. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, there's only so many times you could tell me you played with a rock. Like no one yeah. actually oh, yeah. wants to hear rock uh, stories. My dad's got anymore. that same rock story as well. Uh, <laughs> but that's an interesting <laughs> element there as well, though, is which is that that's you know that's kind of my dad's story and I, I wouldn't really tell that my dad's story, story yeah. but like I think that's a, when it's your story it's that feeling of the person having been in that scenario and the horror yeah. and awkwardness of yeah. it all yeah. like I captured of that as well but mm. if you can get it across to the audience and make them feel your I don't know get to feel sorry for you a lot yeah. of the time yeah. or ang- your anger yeah. I think the anger I think it's important that you don't prompt them though yeah I think sometimes people will be like so I'm single and people will be like eh and then they're like, "Come on, guys!" Yeah. Like, I, I, feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, you shouldn't pander for the response mm. and to try to get the audience to be emotive. I think it's good to so so people are like, "Come on, I'm single." It's like, yeah, you're gonna let us know why if you carry on talking like this. Mm. And I think, I, I, so I think, I think it's very, and I think, yeah, definitely, storytelling is a, definitely a cornerstone of observational comedy. In that, yeah. it's tragedy plus timing. Yeah. And for me personally, when I started doing comedy, a lot of my motivation came from the fact that stuff would happen. And I'd be like, 
I want to tell these stories on stage one day. Like, mm. or I need, I need people need to hear this story. Yeah, because it's mm. so, like that experience with my dad. Like, I was just like, that, like I, I don't. That's not gonna. Where I'm from, people aren't gonna see that. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. I have yeah. to find and relay this to people because yeah. it, there's we're gonna this this mutuality and stuff. So mm. a lot of the experiences I had when I was a kid, and I'm like, why am I the only black kid swimming here? Mm. Like nighttime, and it's, a, like it's, it's <laughs> night. Like everyone's playing football, everyone's doing something else, or like people learn to play steel pans. Why am I swimming? Yeah. Like, yeah. No one else swims. Yeah. But then, it, so then it's just telling the story, like I said, and then that became a part. That was like my uh, closing joke for uh, right. my first Edinburgh show. Oh, that's it was cool. Just like, it was yeah, just like you know, that, get yeah. to the point where I want to tell that story. So yeah, yeah I, I think it's uh, so for me. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the process. And then, mm. and again, it's like, it's like you know. I guess the whole thing overall is me trying to tell, uh, have a long narrative about who I am as a person. And, and you know, for me, comedy is just not just capturing like small parts of stories in my life, but it's an ongoing story. Yes, mm. So exactly. it's like, with as far as like Ed, Edinburgh shows or just uh, one man shows, and my first show was an introduction of who I am and this is where I'm from. And then the second show was kind of, okay, this is where I am now and this is what I believe. Yeah. And the third show is like, you know, this is what I have seen. Or what I imagine, yeah. And I guess it's just every time I'm just trying to continue to scratch the surface and get between another mm-hmm. layer, yeah. And deeper so, and deeper, right? yeah, and, yeah, and deeper yeah, and deeper. They, yeah. they say when you go to Edinburgh for your first hour, you should do a "This is who I am and where I'm from." That's all you need to do, yeah. Just because because the thing because for a start, you've had remember that's you've not had comedy as a career for that long, but you've had yeah. your whole life. Yes. So for me, it's like that's the story you can tell the best. Yeah. Like everyone in Edinburgh is struggling to find some sense of originality and uniqueness and a way of distinguishing themselves from their peers, all trying to be broken there. So if you're telling just your own story and it's a unique one, which it will be because you're telling it from your own personal perspective, totally. then that's always going to work. Because and, and also just for the sake of your own endurance, just to tell a story that you're comfortable telling mm. and don't get too sick of because mm. you, you're there. Because at least, you know, if you're, if you're, it's weird the idea that people are trying to tell other stories, talking about what the funniest thing that ever happened to them is. Mm, I feel like yeah. Because it's not comedy's not about because there's plenty of people who are raconteurs with the context within their own group yeah. who are that funny yeah. and they can tell stories and make you laugh your head off and you, we don't all have that because you still have to kind of build <clears throat> context and give an idea of what it is. Totally. And uh, yeah, so, so for me, it's just are that, you doing Edinburgh yeah. this? Uh... Yeah, two weeks. <gasps> well, previews. Uh, not 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 one hour. <clears throat> okay. I'm just gonna do spots. Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool. When I get back. Mm. I'm doing Camden for half an hour. Nice. Splitting the nice. hour with that's cool. um, Abdi. That's so, cool. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, so that'll be the first time I do half mm. an hour. And you're going to chuck some stories into the mix there. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm writing a whole new piece. I don't really want to do, um, like, just get all your old material and throw it all together. I mm. don't really want to do that. I want to just talk about who I am and where I'm from. Narrative. Yeah. Narrative will exactly. be... But, don't, but don't, be, don't, um, don't feel like bad if you... Not feel bad or don't feel you have to stay away from the stuff you've already done because another thing I find no. is it's the thing with stories and the way they kind of grow or even how they just change just the nature of human beings. Yes. Like with Chinese whispers, the more a story gets repeated, mm. then people start substituting stuff that works for them mm. anyway. And that's yeah. how stories kind of get legs. And yeah. so you have so many stories that are part of, I guess human culture which have very similar in terms of like the who the protagonist and the antagonist is and the journey and stuff like that so yeah, yeah well, the, it's cool the, I, I think have your stuff as a skeleton as well don't definitely, get rid yeah. of it yeah. but the feeling that the, the the stories within a narrative in a you know half hour or an hour show uh, we, we forgive uh, the, the, the the rhythm of the jokes change yeah. I think yeah. an audience just being engaged with a story yeah um, will will always kind of trump just a really quick a, gag, yeah. Like, I, I because that will come out of that comes yeah. out of it naturally, yeah, doesn't it? Definitely. I think. Yeah. And most importantly, like your own stories, that that's a lot harder for people to steal. Yeah. Mm. Oh. It's hard to plagiarize <laughs> your life because there's only one of you. So. Ha. <laughs> but they, they still try, but it's. Oh, what's more important try. is that um, you do it best. Yeah. 
So that's mm. what counts. And believe it and enjoy it. And uh, mm. yeah, just well, uh, we'll be rooting for you. And we, thanks. We will yeah, promote... I'm going to do an hour next year. Yeah. So it'll be very exciting, yeah. very scary. But yeah. Do you know what? I think you know, a lot of people say that doing an hour you just love it like it's 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 freeing in a way that a lot, yeah that's not true that's no not, uh, no no that's, that's not what true. i thought that's, i thought it it's, wasn't it's, true. it's highly stressful it's very the good the thing is yeah. you hear it between december and february hit the summer and you're like babe you're not you're not living that life yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're, you're not, not you're not living your best life it's it's fun i'd say definitely one thing about doing an hour once you do an hour it's like, I guess when you run marathon or you run long distance for the first time, yeah. the way your, just your comedy muscles change, mm. that your endurance will increase yeah. significantly. Well, and yeah, That's kind of what I meant is that yeah. people say, you know, that, that obviously when you're on a, a, a night with other acts, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I've only got a couple of, I've got to fit, you know, yeah. got to fit it all in. But it's this freedom of the stage for an hour yeah. can be, can be quite a, a good experience. Well, this is what's... Yeah. No, I agree, but just, but don't, yeah, take advantage of that fact and embrace it. But yeah. what you shouldn't do is... Be uh, corrupt about that freedom because there's a lot mm. of budget, people in Edinburgh who just like being able to talk on stage for yes, an hour. Correct. Well, this is the thing, and I've seen that. Yeah. And like uh, you know, you, certain people talk to you, you try not to drink their Kool Aid because you end up looking like a fool. Ultimately, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. It's um, important to, I think, talk to a lot of people and then also go and see because some comics don't go out and see. They don't go out and see what else is going on. On yeah. you know, especially if somebody's doing better than you mm-hmm. or you know advancing in their career further or doing what you would want to do. It's, Go and see what's going on. Or, in, or mm. yeah, someone that inspires you. But just yeah. on the way of how you might, uh, someone might deliver their story. I remember seeing uh, Josh Howie. I went yeah. to see Josh Howie before oh. I did my first show. Uh, Hannibal Buress. Um, what was I see? Uh, so, uh, Michael Shea. Yeah. Um, Kyle Kinane. I saw. Uh, Ava Vidal. I saw oh, before I, I did my first show. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So, there were a lot of people that I was insp- uh, inspired by and I'd seen for a long time. Mm. Stephen Kay was saw and Tom Stade, just to watch, you know, how to, how to execute the whole thing. Yes. And, um, yeah. It's I like Mickey. Cons- I had to go and see Mickey. Oh, God, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I saw Whoopi. Oh, Oh, man. That's amazing. Just... Yeah. So, you, so, you, so, you, so, with that in mind, it's like, you know, I always kind of, I think I was saying to Marlon Davis that I wanted my debut show to be like my ill mag. Yeah. In, in the event that I don't ever get to do this, do this again which yeah. is so another way of looking at your debut hour is that don't think about like the potential for like progress or being recognised or critical acclaim but it's like yeah. this is a chance for me to really mm. like, you know people people have the jur- uh, journals and people have diaries and stuff and yeah. how often do people get a chance to like you know give a narration or give an account of their life yeah. with an audience yeah. so be- you, that's how, yeah that's, that's how you enjoy it man it's like the one time you get to tell the Tanya Moore story yeah this is it you could play guitar and you could sing you should sing you know yeah. first album I don't think it's you want day, me to day sing, day but day it album. is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but why not? But why, but why not? But that might be funny same, to use the thing. But yeah, mate, I, I'm going to carry It's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, same, thing yeah. same thing. Like yeah. you gotta, you gotta just do it. Sure. But yeah, that's the beauty of storytelling as well. Mm. Is that you, I don't feel the pressure to like have this intensity that people who do puns have. Mm. You know, they, they've yeah. got this intent that because it has to be that. That's a long time you know to do that mean? as well. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's a lot of perseverance to do puns because if it doesn't go, if I feel like say the first three don't go well, oh, can be yeah. can be a tough, a can be a tough hour. Yeah, nineteen yeah. minutes and thirty two yeah. seconds yeah, yeah. to go. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and, it's, and and puns in terms of executing them in a good way. That's a big part of it. Is this that is like it. it's a. Uh, 
it's definitely be able to meander and not know where I mean it's on a small scale it's like practicing like taking your jokes somewhere your punchlines mm. where they don't expect you to go yeah because if the, the closer they are to getting to the punchline with you then yeah. the less of a payoff it is if they don't see where you're coming from yeah. that's the best one my, can I say my favourite pun mm. my favourite pun is by a comedian called Masai Graham who is actually yeah. a winner of the uh, UK pun, pun right, championships right. Yeah. Now his, this is his pun so he goes Imagine, he's, he's got a brummy accent and I want to give it this attempt because I want to do it as, do as, it. as possible give it justice right my Jamaican grandma keeps asking me what's in my hazelnut chocolate spread. But me, Nutella? <laughs> yes. Big up Masai. It's the best pun ever. 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 Me, Nutella. Best. It had to be Jamaican. Of course, exactly. Me, Nutella. Yeah, me, Nutella. It had to be Jamaican. Yes. Trust me. That's good. So I like good. That. There's, always so room, good. There's always room for a good pun. Though. Always room for a good pun. So good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, it's a good question. Yeah. It's a really good question. Thanks. Do we? Do we? Um, do I? Do you want me? Shall I go? Or do you yeah, want you to go? go? I, I, yeah, my you, question, you my like, last question. Like is, to go. Yeah, his like last go. question is a good one for Tanya. It's yeah, a Tanya. Yeah, yeah. It's a strong okay. one. Strong one. Okay. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'm not about to ask the same one. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I doubt it. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not another mass question. I'm scared. Uh, oh my gosh. No, my, my question is is something I think about every day, uh, which is which is, uh, are you happy with your name? Uh, <laughs> because like I, I I and you know I often think because I you know I'm, I'm very aware of, of, of you Tanya yes. uh, and I'm saying your name yeah. because I'm way here it's spelt yeah. and and I think that's com- complicated enough the spelling but yeah. then like Forget the spell. Are you happy? Is it? Are you happy? Are you happy with your names? Like, because I fucking hate mine. Like, Do you? Tanya, Howard, you, go, you go first. Yeah, How- Tanya, you Howard go. Howard f- is a bit. Oh. White bread, but I feel like you know, you know, without the butter. But I feel my name is um, my name is actually pronounced Sonia. Right. Mm, I hate Son- it. <laughs> so really, since I, I was four, might. I stopped responding to Sonia. <laughs> Right. And just said Tanya. Do you not know this? I don't know. No, Do you know the phrase? I've, I've only started telling the story like a year ago. As Tanya right. is saying, I, if you said it, she's not turning around. No, so. yeah, no, literally. <laughs> and I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't respond to Tanya. Is this? Have you done this on stage? Is this been a thing? No, no, no. Yeah. I'm right, writing this, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, yeah, yeah. We go. Yeah. Um, and I just started saying Tanya. Tanya's my name. Tanya's the name. Um, and my mum said, "Why Tanya?" I said, "Well, it's, it's, it looks like Tanya a little bit." Mm. And so I stuck to that. And so after a while, everyone started calling me Tanya. My mum still calls me, like, the way she says it, it sounds like Tanya, because she wants to say Tanya. Right. But she knows I'm not going to respond. <laughs> so, right, interesting. Yeah, yeah so but I'm happy of- with it only because in the in the, in the the career that I want to be in, mm. having that name spelt like that, I automatically stand out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you I'm could, like... You could just put the first name... And th- and that's it. And, and yeah, be done. And be like, what like, the fuck like, is that? Like Madonna. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? right. Rihanna. So, Right now, oh, Rihanna, today, yeah, yeah. in this day and age, yes. When I was growing up, oh, mm. my God, no. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. that's why I wonder if a lot of it's formed in, the hatred of the name. I guess, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah. I'm a grown man now, and I, and I don't know if it really affects my daily life, but, yeah. like, I still feel like... I mean, the amount of times I'll say, oh, my name's Howard, and they'll be Harold, and I'll be like, no, Howard. How-? Like, I can't tell you the amount of times I've been called Harold in my really? life. It fucks me <laughs> right off. But I... I, I I, I do feel that my childhood, the name, ha- like, how, like, it rhymes with coward, Howard. Yeah. And that's how kids Cow- normally interpret Howard names. Howard the yeah. Coward. Yeah. And you're like, the coward. I hate my name. Dane the Pain. Dane uh... the Pain. But Dane the Pain could be good. 
You think so? Not in my <laughs> Listen. No, no. no listen, you better behave yourself because otherwise Dane the pain's going to fucking sound like a wrestler. Yeah. No, no, exactly. No. <laughs> no the, the pain in this in this uh, context was apparently disruption of my my classmates. Oh. Yeah, so the that, teachers were calling you that. Well, yeah, sometimes and then the kids would be like, "Yeah, they're turning it too." And I'd be like, "Well, it's all of you against me." So Oh, mine don't rhyme though. Tanya the bully. <laughs> 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 uh, I think Dane the Pain. I mean, from, from Howard the Coward to Dane the Pain. Like Dane the Pain is like bring on the pain. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. do you know yeah. what? Like, I'll get Dane the Pain on you if you don't fucking. Yeah. So you know, like, give yeah. me a punk here. And Dane will you know. come and tell you how to not ride a bike. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I have no, I have no idea. No, do you know? I think one of the main. I remember in school, was a teacher was reading a, a, a poem called "That's Not Fair." And then she mm. said to the whole class, who does this sound like, children? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they all pointed no at me. No way. Yeah, they all they pointed all at me. They all pointed at you. Oh, of course, yeah. They were quick like, yeah, Dan, he's always oh. saying it's not fair. And I was like, well, I mean, you're really, exam- you're really demonstrating my point here, everyone. No. <laughs> so, mm. But it's, I mean, I, in, in primary school, I kind of had that relationship with teachers where they were just, mm. so yeah. then it was like they were engaged in an adult. Yeah. So like, I even tell a story when I was in primary school, like I do it on stage and I tell a story about a teacher who was like, you're not funny, Dane. No one's laughing with you. They're laughing at you. Right. You're not going very far in life. That's like a true story. Right. I'm a teacher, Miss Taylor. I was went into her classroom to use. If you listening, I was, I, was using, I, was using, I was using the guillotine. I actually a producer Dave, I worked with on Drunken Histories. On Drunken Histories, yeah, on Drunken Histories. One of the guys, uh, the producers, he uh, went to the same school. He remembers oh. the teacher. I'm t- life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Talking about. No way. But she was my, te- my, my, my twin sister's form tutor. And I went to next door to uh, use the rotor trim, which are like those good yeah. things. Just trying to mount some stuff on sugar paper, some innocent shit, right? You know what I mean? So but look, the thing is now, I'm the only black kid in my class. A lot of my friends right. are in, my other, in the other class. Yeah. Not that I don't have friends in my own class, but sure. in the many respects, I get on with my friends here. And it, these are my closer friends who are in this class. Mm. So I go into class, I'm just catching up because it's like the last day of school. And she decides, I'm going to tell him about himself now. So she's like, you're not even funny. You think you're so funny. You're not funny. No one's laughing. Everyone's laughing at you. You're not going to go very far in life with your attitude. And, you know, that's what I mean. But I'm Jesus. saying, like I said, the relationship I had with teachers is that you think, oh, this is someone traumatizing a child. But even when I was a child, I just think to myself, if you are getting this intimidated by a 12-year-old, then that speaks to your professionalism. That's how mm. I was. Even as a, even, yeah, as a human even as a child, Even as a child, I thought like, Lady, it's like the last day of school, man. I'm barely, I'm barely, <laughs> I am barely in your life. And the thing is, when she said that, for me, it was more like if I could, go, if I'm 12 and mm. I can get to you and you're an adult, mm. then I've won. Yeah, because mm. this is not, this is not like a thing where we've exchanged profanities or I've been yeah. like disruptive. Like you're very, you're, I'm not even in your class. Mm. So if you to go to this level, mm. and it's just a very, very weird thing. Where I had a lot of people. Some people no, but I had this a lot. Like I had a weird thing where a lot of like adults felt this need that they had to take me down a peg. <laughs> 
Mm. You know, it, it, mm. it came up very often. Dane the Pain. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell. But Dane to me is is a name like I know lots of you know lots of people. We all know lots of people in our life. But like, you're the only Dane I have. Yeah, I get like, that. I, I had, that, I had like, that a lot. I don't know. No, I and, don't and that's why. So to answer the question, I was not fond of my name because mm. you know this is circa when you know Leons and Jeromes and Jermaines, the Jermaines and Dwaynes. So that was a lot of Dwaynes. Yeah, loads oh, of Dwaynes, Dwaynes and Jermaines and Leons yeah. and Marvins. Oh, yeah, and Marlon. Mar- Marlon's, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. so I, I was coming up in that era. So right. everybody else is like, you know, polysyllabic. And then Dane. Dane. <laughs> and then, which is not even like, there's no, there's not even a hint of Afrocentricity to it or <laughs> not even a hint. Because a lot of time, you see, if you hear your name's Jermaine or you, if you hear Jermaine, then it's like, yeah, like Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael. Yeah, like Jackson. Like Marlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, like, that's a Jackson name. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. everyone's got their reference. Or Dwayne. Oh, yeah. Dwayne. Or, or like, or, yeah, you could even be called Bo and like, be called Bo Jackson. Like, yeah. you know, so everyone, right, or, right. or someone's called Jordan. Like, everyone's got a reference point. So it's yeah. like, yeah. so when you say Dane, it's like. Okay. <laughs> As in Edna? No. Bowers? Dane with the Bowers? N. And then, and then Bowers great. was in the naughty there. Oh, Great Dane, yeah. So so I'm like, oh, what's an example of a Great Dane? Mm. Oh, yeah, Scooby-Doo. So, yeah. Mm. And, then you, and then also, it's one syllable, and people are struggling with this name because like, people don't expect to hear it. So they mm. think they've misheard me. So it's like Dane, Dave? Dane? Yeah, well, there you go, yeah. Dean? Dane? <laughs> Dwayne? <laughs> I mean, Dane? It, Damien? Did you hear three syllables come out of my mouth? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, man? You're an adult. So, but, it, but it goes on for so long, yeah. I start losing confidence in saying my own name. So then I develop a mumble because every time I tell people my name, they can't hear me. So I, I just stop telling people. Oh, wow. And, to, and, I, and I'm already quite shy anyway because I'm always in these <laughs> environments where I'm the only yeah. person that looks like me. Yeah. So when I'm telling them my name and they can't get it right, I'm like, his name is fucking T-Pan. How can you get that right? <laughs> <laughs> my name's Dane and then to the point where again true story like we're at a swimming gala and it's a rogue is going come on Dane come on Dane oh, and my mum's like who the fuck is Dane because that's not why I called my child come on Dane come on Dane and yeah. I was going to point like I was karate swimming and probably why I don't get a lot of people that try and reconnect with me because yeah. if you didn't learn my name then you're not going to know it now because hey. I, I just because I just they would be like oh I remember that guy but Dane it's like, it affects people as kids it, it affects you affect, yeah. you mean it affects you like I de- I definitely felt it as a kid I, I was the bully ah they so they didn't want to <laughs> are you famous for being a bully were you really? in school yeah right yeah this is news to me Tanya yeah <laughs> in school I was bad primary school secondary school I was bad Really? But I fixed it by college. You, I, I wouldn't have thought, not uh, judging your adult self. Yeah, anyway, no, yeah, yeah, no, my yeah. adult self is this is, this is news. This is, this is news to me. <laughs> Dane looks in shock. Lies. Some of his lies, however. He's lying. Some of his lies. No, the difference between bullying and being able to handle yourself, because yeah. it's like me, it's like, some might say, but it's not I'm a bully, but if you say something, the I'm going to tell you something. Would, they would call me a bully, but I've never had a fight. I've never hit anybody. I've never, do you know what I mean? My problem was, people would just be at the bottom my jokes uh, see that's so there was, there was a wet humour again <laughs> yeah exactly it was a defence mechanism especially with your name it would be the butt of my jokes especially if your name's both Dane you. and, and yeah yeah. and my mum wasn't budging on it either I was like why am I called Dane this name <laughs> yeah. is terrible but and also like, you can't hate me because what I would say would be something you said so I'm using what you said and then mm. just flipping it turning it on right, you right right and now 
we're all laughing at you, but you said it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. clever. That's good. That's, yeah. that's like working with the crowd. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. whereas my, method, my method was picking up on something that people wouldn't even realise, you know. Mm. Like, you know, well, like, and I think the best way is that you, the stuff that I probably was most insecure about myself, then I'd be like, mention somebody else, and I'd be like, yeah, but look at your neck back. And it's like, yeah! I'd be like, whoa, 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 Teeth and people are like nostrils. Like, you got a bucket, and they'll be like, "No, but your elbows." I don't um, elbows. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, "I'm confident." Why do you think like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm an alien, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's the there. Thing. It's right there. Like, look at that ulcer. Ulcer. Yeah. <laughs> Internal <laughs> blemishes. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 how, that's yeah. how I dealt with like people. Me being called Dane. But yeah, as I, as time went on, then people were like, "What Dane Baptiste? That's your real name." So now in comedy, it's like. That's not your real name. It's like it is my real name. Yeah. So that is not your real name. That's just got to be a stage name. It's not a stage yeah. name. Yeah. And also, and then when again, they expecting Tyrone. They, they, they expect, I guess they expecting a Tyrone. Mm. And then the only, well, the only Tyrone I know in comedy is white. First start. Right. And uh, hey, yeah, <laughs> uh, he, he's from Brixton. And he's got a brother. And he's also got a brother called uh, um, Junior. So yeah, right. well, yeah, yeah. who's also white by the way. But it's amazing that that has such a it has such a bearing. But name, no on names your life. they carry so much weight they to do. the to the point where. Like I remember a friend of mine, her sister overheard my name and she's like, is that his real name? And she's like, yeah, he should be famous with that name. Hmm. I remember that's before I started doing comedy. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and Chris Ramsey was like, that can't be, I remember seeing Chris Ramsey, he's like, that's your real name. I was like, yeah, because another thing I uh, was a real cold shock for me in comedy is when I started performing on the black circuit that I didn't realise like loads of people are using stage names. Yeah. And I was just like, I didn't really understand that because no. I also felt like I, I didn't have one. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I guess I'm like, you know, I'm starting comedy around the time when Kanye West is becoming Mm. you know realizing some prominence as well but i was just like oh, if i use a stage name like imagine if you meet me on the street tanya and i'm like oh yeah dame baptiste but everyone's calling me like you get me yeah casting yeah. over brown stroke dante dante baptiste casting over brown stroke <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's that's a stage that's, name for uh, another show do you do yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. all right yes tanya it's my poor name <laughs> in edinburgh you, for two weeks this year you know, uh, and if you tell them thought of your poor name something's wrong with you two <laughs> <laughs> of course you thought of a poor name I mean I was going to be called Harry right I often think about this my dad was like going to call me Harry after his, his dad yeah. okay. but then he, he couldn't cope with the emotion of it so yeah. he relegated me to Howard relegated he relegated so me to Howard because Harry had to go from that to punishing you yeah <laughs> By the way, it's the H to the H. That's what I say about me. I always say, I always say that I was born at seven forty nine. My dad named me at eight o'clock, so at eight o one, I knew it was that to be bullied because that's not nice. Ten minutes of grace, boy. Literally, like you just straight in, bang, straight in. But like I think about if it had, if if Harry had stuck, would I not be the Millhouse? Stereotype that I've become, <laughs> you know, it's Howard. I, I, I developed a name, allergies. A name, a name can oh, kind of, yeah. yeah, oh, dictate your life kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I developed allergies. You might on be basis ginger of... out of nowhere. <laughs> like, yeah. But Harry's like a cool, like, I think Harry's the guy that I, I think I could have been, I think I could have been Harry. Yeah. And yeah. I never yeah. will be now. You're going to do it, Harry. I mean, but I'm Howard now. I'm very much Howard. Howard. But at yeah, the same Howard. time, I. Well, what's the difference between Harry and Howard? Harry. Um, went up to the girl and asked her to the dance. Yeah. I wrote her a really long email that scared her. <laughs> that is, that's that's the that's the. I mean, that's how. So Harry gets the girl. Harry gets the girl. Howard sits at home in the smoking weed. <laughs> Howard says that he went to the dance, but stayed at home smoking weed and ordered too much like dominoes. I like Howard. I prefer yeah. Howard. But, <laughs> but that took a long time to you know accept that when you're growing up. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I just. I, I mean, it's it's weird, and I I think about it every day because I you know, sign my emails and your names at the end of them. You're like. 
oh god I just put, just put age now at the same time I think one thing it taught me was definitely to have empathy when it comes to people's names yes. that was so helpful now yes. so you know when I meet a Sri Lankan yes. person and they're like oh I'm like what's your name and they're like I don't want to tell you I'm like no you can tell me man I'll give it, I'll give it a go yeah I'll, I'll always, I'll yeah, always, I'll always yeah. give people's names a go and I always try to say it how you want me to say it and not how oh, I want of course, to yeah. say it so like, I respect it's really it it's a weird thing because like people feel like names can predispose you to your kind of life you have yeah especially now you, people give their kids like fame names yeah. the problem is though like when they see celebrities giving their kids fame names whether it's like Harper 7 and that kind of thing like that name's never going to be on a name tag in B&Q or yeah. Cineworld <laughs> yeah. so they can have that kind of name whereas yeah. you think the most, probably the most prolific uh, or prominent actors they have more basic names and mm. so they kind of have to work I guess I think they work there to distinguish themselves because mm, you think yeah. of a Tom as in Cruz or yeah, Brad yeah. as in Pitt or Harrison Nicole. as in Ford mm, yeah. Nicole Kidman. Eddie yeah, yeah, yeah. you know Murphy like these, they're very Dave yeah, Chappelle yeah. they're very basic names so yeah. It's, yeah, there's a lot more to live up to and, it's, and I, yeah mm. I still say I don't mind the name because I rose by any other name etc mm. etc et mm. yeah. well we, we're so. gonna uh, our audience do you hate your name that's a good we'd like to know if, yeah. if your name's Adolf though then <laughs> hey yeah. well, why are you what, listening to this podcast yeah, exactly. would be my first yeah because yeah, your parents already very clearly have a, a career designed for you <laughs> <laughs> Good and yeah, please stay in touch. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, well, I hope, that was, I hope you enjoyed that. Quite, I thought that was. Uh, yeah, that was, was I, and I think I thought that, I often think about it with you because yeah. your name confuses me. Yeah, it's Tanya, but I, but it's not I, Tanya, I, I, I could just well, say you, you yeah. just remember, buddy. But now you okay. know the truth. You're Cunningham, special. Yeah, right. D from Backstreet Boys. Yeah, and Duck. So you're in good company, Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Howie right. D was the yeah. freaking man. Yeah, all right, fine. He did like Come the second on. verse fine. in I Wanted That Way. Duck ruined my childhood as well. Wow. That's another story. Another story for another time. Another oh, story man. for another time. Um, yeah. Okay, good. Well, yeah, we learned so much today already. <laughs> uh, I'm scared of this question now. Uh, no, it's no, Dane's, it's Dane's turn. It's exciting. Oh, right, can I, I need to give this question a little bit of caveat beforehand. Sure. Go. Go. Right, Tanya, you've known me longer than anybody else in comedy. Yeah. Grew up in the same area. Yeah. I lost my virginity in Tanya's house. Yeah. Fucking hell. That is yeah, how close yeah. we are. I, I talk to it every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It still lives there. Just to say, just to say, say close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the start of the ghost. The ghost. No, no, no. This is real life. This is real life. My question is, Tanya, why doesn't the hood like me? Oh. Oh. Damn it. Are you going to have to give me some more context? So this, this is so this is partially due to, I guess, it could be insecurity mm. or yeah. paranoia. Yeah. But it's like, like I said, me and Tanya grew up in the very same background. So yeah. we have very, a lot of very similar sensibilities yeah. and a very similar perspective. Mm. However, when I do comedy, mm. I have felt for a long time that it's like people are kind of starting to get a lot more now. But mm. I still think there's some kind of almost like there's a, a cultural gulf between myself and, you know, members of the whole comedy audience that look like me. Wow. So, wow. yeah. That's a and real. Wow. So, it's, there's a real there's a real yeah. issue I have within myself where I'm like I what can I do to endear myself to my own people? And obviously because mm-hmm. of being to grew up in the same place, it's kind of like I feel like I've, this thing is like how is it why, why, why is it am not? I different to everybody else because we're, we're the yeah. same. And it's not like I think oh, well, you you do it and it's just weird and it's different, but it's at the same time it's like you know me, mm-hmm. you get me. Yeah. You're in touch. Mm-hmm. So, what am I doing that is like what that I feel like I'm, there's, there's a gap between me and, and my, my people in inverted I commas. I don't mm. think you're doing anything wrong. I I genuinely feel like, because I go to some shows yeah. and I am like you, so mm. I don't re- I'm not received very well. Mm. And I think, not to, I don't want to sit here and be like, black people are dumb, but some audiences, when some promoters 
brings their audiences. Yeah, yeah. Their audiences aren't the most worldly kind of people. Yeah. And the things that you and I talk about are more worldly than your mm-hmm. average yeah. comic on that scene. Yeah. We're not going to go on stage and talk about, I used to get beatings, or do you remember that time when, or yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? We're talking about actual stories. We've, we're thinking about set-up and punchline. We're thinking mm. about the craft of comedy yeah, yeah. more than we are thinking about relating to the audience. Mm-hmm. And because they're used to relating comedy, this comedy, they're like, is this even funny? Like, what is it? But see, the thing is, I, I find it weird because like I feel like, like I said, because we would speak and meet in like certain mutual social circles before yeah. comedy or anything. Yeah. And it's not like I feel like, oh, I'm I'm clearly very much considered a coconut here. Yeah. I, never, I never had that thought. It was never that. That, it, that never right. occurred to me. I think it's just two so different now it's types like on, of comedy. In this play now where it's like, and it's not to say, and like, you know, you're not always going to have an audience that understands you. But it's one of two things. That is. One is that, like, like I said, I feel like maybe the subject matter means that we kind of ostracize ourselves. How, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like if they saw a white act performing that stuff, they wouldn't consider it as distant. No, yeah. Is one. And number yeah. two is kind of like, I just feel like I cannot, I, and I've never, I've never been someone where I have to kind of make a big deal about what my achievements might be in entertainment. Mm. But we know that entertainment is a big part of a lot of people's aspirations where we're from. Yes. So I kind of, it's like, on the one hand, it's like, I might see people and they're like, oh, Dan, you're doing your thing, doing your thing. Mm. But for the most part, again, like with school, it's like, mm. sometimes I feel people make a concerted effort to remind me that I'm not that special kind of thing. So it's like really? pe- so it's a that's thing where people kind of like ah oh, well you're not all that and it's, 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 that's it's, disappointing. But it's been my I whole life. Them, like, I think that's them deflecting. Yeah, because yeah. anybody can see that you are doing a great bloody job. First of all, Absolutely. it's amazing. And like, that's, 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 that's without anyone says any yeah, different. Yeah. But what, what I think is interesting about this is you know I have different perspective yeah, <laughs> than yeah, you yeah, guys. Just disclaimer there, but like expectation and reality. Uh, as such conflicting things yeah. you know i think you, your point about people's expectations going into a comedy night or, yeah or expectations when they see a comedian mm-hmm. you know like milton jones for yeah. instance right people look at that guy you know and just get a real uh, clear idea of what's about to happen yeah and i i think actually I don't think it's interestingly it's it's, it's not necessarily a, a problem of what you do dane yeah it's a problem of what black British comedy has um, had development issues over the course of however many decades that you want to define that era. But Mm -hmm. like probably you (laughs) and some of your contemporaries uh, will be putting that in a different direction because I think that idea, I think one of the most funniest things that people find out is when you say to someone, oh yeah, the black comedy circuit, they go, what? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's that? that, They're like, they're they're meeting without us. Yes, because yeah, we don't yeah. we don't we don't we don't kind of get that you know. Yeah. Um, and I, I, that element of it is 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 why I think it's an interesting question yeah, <laughs> about yeah. the hood because it's like no, it's not really. They just don't know what to expect. Yeah, they but don't I know what to that, expect. They, what but we spoke about it. Like co- I think we spoke about them. that cottons. Before. We were doing the gigs to give them cottons and stuff. And I said the same yeah. thing to you. I was like, yeah, they don't get it. Yeah, well, that's a restaurant, what, right? This is a tough situation, anyway, isn't it? Compared to a traditional. No, it was downstairs in the basement. So they had a comedy night whereby. And that went for me, it was like that was important for me to do because it was like, yes. got to see all of my peers and prove like week on week on week on week I can perform to this kind of audience. But it was, yeah, but it was always this thing where it's kind of, it's just kind of like to. what people are used to. And, and it's almost yeah. interaction. And it's a funny thing, I say it now, especially because like 
a point of principle for me was that I'm not going to change or dumb myself down because for me that's patronizing you. Mm. Yeah. And also, if we're going to have this commonality where this can cross over, yeah, I'm not going to change it mm. to perform to a predominantly white audience. Totally. So it's not because it's not like. If you even if you're performing in a black show, it doesn't mean that the entire room is going to be all black. And the yeah. same with yeah. like predominantly white room. But it's like I just didn't want to change it and feel like you know when it served you well. Yeah, <laughs> it served so, you fucking so well. Far, this is what then, I'm saying. But then we, but then we say yeah. that. But it's like you know I I can look at like you know kind of the narrative on social media and stuff from other like black creators in the UK, mm. and it's like I'll hear people talk about diversity and stuff like that. And it's mm. like but then. So I wrote the first sitcom on the BBC yeah. with a majority black cast in 20 years. Yeah. And it's like... No yeah, one. It's like, no it's like, it's like yeah, in Edinburgh, it's like the first black British nominee in Edinburgh's entire history. Yeah. So there's Chortle newcomer in this entire history. But the problem is, is that our community doesn't know about Chortle or all of yeah. these facts and figures. And at that time, So you've got really, to push it in our faces. Yeah. Which I get to but an extent, not, but it's like... But then, but then and it's don't weird. feel like you're boasting. Yeah, yeah. You've earned that. But then it's weird. I feel it's weird in the same time, though. It's like, I see people who are like, because on the one hand there are a lot of people that they, even the knowledge of like Edinburgh is obscured from them where yeah it's black they don't or white know what it is yeah, however but, but then I think yeah. but then it's like I'll meet people and it's like oh they want to get into comedy they want to get into comic writing or performing or they you know they've they've been you know on th- on stage and they want to get involved in writing plays or mm. or they want to and I, I think just, even just for the sake of just industrial knowledge like if you're going to get involved in comedy and you want to cross over in mainstream and you don't have any idea who I am it's like that's How much not, research are you really doing? <laughs> and, 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 yeah. and it's, it's it's so silly because yeah. it's, you'd have to be proper walking in blind not to know. Yeah, because 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 I even started on the black circuit and people are like yeah I like comedy and this style and like you know like the day like someone needs to do like an AR ten cats I'm like yeah or like a live Apollo yes and mm. like, people posted like, it and people would be like oh yeah you, one day you might be on live Apollo it's like that was like three years ago bro Hello. I just hosted it last year. Do you know what I hate when you go to the black scene. And then they're like, oh, I didn't even think you did comedy anymore. Oh, no, because I was actually working. Everywhere else, yeah. <laughs> everywhere else. But, actually but for me, for, yeah, exactly. Like, and, and, and that's the thing, it's, yeah. like, I, it's, never, it's never been like a, from a position of pretense or anything like that. But, it's, it's no, just, but, but for me, it's, it's, it's almost like I, I do it because it's, it's to prove it can be done, man. And like mm. you said, it's, it, mm. it was a good gener- generational it's important gap. For yeah. us. It's important for us to also have some support from people yeah. from our culture. So it's nice to know that you can go and entertain them. I don't really want to go through my career saying, I don't care about doing urban shows. Yeah, I do exactly. care about doing urban shows. I, I, I care do care about, you know, entertaining um, my people as well as everybody else. Yeah. But I also care about everybody else. Yeah, me too. But mm. for me, especially because, I, and it's not like I want to stay right to perform to that audience alone. Yeah. But it's just, sometimes it just seems weird where it's like, I know it's funny because this is the stuff I did for years without yeah. being paid yeah. with my peers yeah. that people found funny. Yeah. And if it hadn't worked, I wouldn't have probably thought about doing comedy. You've done the research, you have the data. For years. Yeah. For years. <laughs> for years. It's that simple, years, isn't it? It's really? Yeah, it's literally. that simple, yeah. I've, I, 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 I saw mean, a guy at a gig. <laughs> <laughs> he was like how do you know what do you think how do I know what jokes are funny I was like well the amount of times that people have laughed at them on consecutive times that you've told it will give you the information to that know. you need yeah, yeah that is called research and you collect the data straight <laughs> away simple. Yeah. And, and, and I said it just it just bothers me and the only mm. reason it bothers me as well is because like I said when you were seeing the narrative regarding like you know black creativity and comedy and people are like oh I'm so tired of hearing hack stuff about African accents yeah. I'm so tired and I'm just like so where so no, but also I'm on Netflix now like <laughs> no wait Dane also in our community if you're not a social media star then it's not it's not you're yeah. not considered to be amazing even though 
when we do do these shows with social media stars, the real comics always come out better because they don't know the craft and you can't edit your funny on stage. We yeah. all know that. Mm. So, you yeah, know, that's I mean, the thing. <laughs> if, you're not, if you haven't got, like, masses of followers and you don't make them laugh every day at the touch of a button for 10 seconds, yeah. then you're not considered... I, guess, I mean, I, I guess that's definitely the climate change. People are a lot more fickle. But I guess, for me, but for me, it's a small point because even, like, you know, I feel, and I, and I might romanticise the whole idea, but I guess the idea is that by when you're going on a journey yourself and... Mm you are kind of bringing people with you as well. That's yeah. like that's kind of the thing of when you come out as an underdog and stuff like that, is that mm. people feel empowered by your journey as well. So for me, mm. it's kind of like, it's just, if I'm watching people being for so long who have this conversation about diversity and this representation and and, and even diversity of our representation, so to yeah. speak, where it's like, you know, we're not in this same uh, archetype of being like perpetually adolescent black men mm. that can only talk about like raving. Mm. And it's, it's, it's like, you know, having a broader narrative it's like people i can hear people are screaming for this uh, this demand uh, this the demand oh, mm. and then it's the supply is here and i'm just like well, i don't know what more i can do no but yeah. babe sometimes the broader narrative they haven't even experienced that so they can't even come on your journey yeah yeah do you I know mean, what i mean sometimes it, your audience some of your audiences that you play to now they would have probably experienced what you've experienced yeah. but if you go to a show in peck in peckham or brixton they haven't gone past Croydon. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. sad. It's this. No, it's true. No, it's true. A lot of people like that, but it can't come with yeah, you. Yeah, but I'm trying. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring them there. I like, don't think it's a personal mm, thing. Though. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, no I, 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 I actually think it's bad about yeah. Dane's character or anything like that. Yeah. it's just not understanding your comedy. Yeah, and so that's not yeah. something that do you know what I mean. Yeah, and it could be. I, I could be just be massively paranoid. That, that no, could no, be no, no. Your your observation is 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 on is on your life, but it applies to a wider. Yeah, but I also yeah. feel like that you your your that feeling probably would have made sense circa 2010, but not today. Yeah. Well, it, 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 that's not an today. interesting thing about it, right? So the, the, this is a, 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 a producer yeah. a, 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 <laughs> opinion only, right? But like, not to get into too, but like the the one of the bits that stands out in all the material since I've ever seen you, mate, is. Yeah. Uh, where your family originally from, which is Granada, Granada right? Yeah, Granada. And then you do do the nutmeg. I remember you yes, used to do like so this, good. and I haven't heard it for a while. But yeah. like so that, good. that was like so like fucking like rock solid yes. bit of material, yeah. right? Which I would say is a far more intellectualized version of, hey. uh, I'm from blah blah blah. But here's the here's thing. my here's my thing about being from blah yeah. blah blah. Here's the thing: if you walk into our community like now, we're in Brixton. If you mm. walk out into the street and you say, "What do you know about Grenada?" No one's gonna say nutmeg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's that's what I'm getting at. Actually, so, so, so the subtlety, yeah. yeah, the subtlety of that, like I would like that's one pulling out one nugget from the yes. history of, of your career and going like, okay, that that's for that audience that you're talking about, mm. who'd be like, yeah, that's well funny. Like they, yeah. <laughs> that thing, it yeah. isn't. It's uh, so. And, and then and then on a f- extension of that thought mm. that show happened in 2015 14, 14? 14. Yeah, yeah. so we're in 2018 mm. uh you know weirdly that's a very short amount of time yeah. uh, and even though that journey yeah. that you were on before that went on for like how many years i don't know yeah. you were doing your job day job and yeah. doing the gig in the evening and all, all that stuff but actually that that journey like a four years or so is like fucking hell like so that that you know opus that Citizen Kane thing yes. that speaks to the masses. Yeah. Well, well it will happen. Yeah. <laughs> it will happen, come, mate. Whatever. I think yeah. today but more like, so people know who you are and they're yeah. finally aware of like what it is. More, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're coming over. And, like, and, it's, and you know, I don't, I don't think I have like the uh, necessarily have the superior style of comedy. Always is it was more superior to others, but for me, it's kind of like you know. You hear, I've heard people asking about this for years, and mm. it's and yeah. Mm. So it's always this, it's kind of paranoia where it's like again, and it, it's probably 
stems from childhood. Mm. Where yeah. it's like, you know, I think there's a little bit of people that. with authority is kind of like, they don't, they have this idea that you're going to, I'm going to be gassed if they encounter me, or I'm going to have a certain level of pretentiousness. Mm. So people almost, like I said, they deflect and they feel they have to take me down a peg to yeah. my mom. Like, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are trying to reach out, like before you even think about climbing out this bucket. Calm oh. down, yeah. 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 Well, I reckon we're going to revisit that I'm going to make sure we in a couple of years, mate, if we're still doing this podcast, oh, yeah. I'm going to revisit yeah. that and say, do you remember when you were saying that thing about that? They didn't that? like you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that will... Now you're starring in The yeah. House Husbands of Brixton. <laughs> <laughs> Season yeah. 15. I feel good that you think I'll be able to afford a house in Brixton. So that's, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah. That's a lot, a lot of pride. Yeah, I'm moving yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's pretty much... that. We, we've asked that. Those are three very different questions, which yeah. is, I think is hopefully what makes people listen to this podcast. It's Why cool. wouldn't they? Exactly. This is the only time we're allowed to say it. This podcast, Mm. all lives matter. Mm. Yeah, that's the only time you can say it. It's the only time. It's the only time you can say it, Howard. You might as well just enjoy it. Or, like, I mean, even vegans can't say that shit. (laughs) They definitely can't say that shit. I went to a vegetarian restaurant today. How is it? Very vegetarian. Yeah. They gave me fake chicken. Mm, I'm not so uh, sure the, about that, but do you know what I'm sure about? The was nice. Though. I had uh, some Linda McCartney's mozzarella and mushroom burgers at a vegan friend's barbecue, and you know what? It was it was it's good. Right. It was all right. No, but you know what? Because a burger is within a bun with whatever you're putting in there. So you have got your cheese. You got you actually aren't picking that up as that's true. Because normally I'd true. say that vegan barbecue. Another word for that is a bumble club disrespect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or, or, or a goddamn shame. <laughs> I tell you well. what, you or, are or doing a waste are... of a day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's another one for a vegan barbecue. Thanks uh, to all our vegan fans, exactly. uh, yeah, as yeah. always. Uh... No, ve- ah, more up the veganism all you want, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. a vegan barbecue. No, no, yeah, yeah no, yeah. no. That's you don't even that's, need the barbecue. That, that's yeah, that's yeah, called yeah. that's called burning crops. Yeah, yeah. that's what that's, that's what that is. That's a fire. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a fire. Yeah, that's a, that's a crop fire. <laughs> Don't do it, vegans. No. Don't do it. Stop it. Yeah. Leave it out. That's camping. Forget it, man. I'll be I'll be calling you like a Trump supporter. Hello, I make her ass. They're cooking. Someone's making squash on a grill. And sweet potato. There's nothing sweet about this sweet potato, right? I'll be me. Sorry, vegans. I I, I definitely respect the nobility of your actions and your ideology. I'm, I'm Keep listening to the podcast, Keep vegans. To the podcast. Don't, yeah. we, we still yeah. like you. We yeah. do. We also eat meat. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> I got, and I, I can say that I've got a vegan friend. So hey, there you go. There you go. No, my neighbour's vegan. <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast, Tanya. Thank no, you, thanks for inviting thank me. Thank you man. so much, Tanya. And we, uh, uh, we will support you online as you go up to Edinburgh and all the other endeavours exactly. you have and I want to say as well that I'm also uh, happy to support you and uh, Tanya will be supporting me on tour and Yay. look out for that and also look out for her, uh, her half an hour show at the Camden Fringe mm. and definitely uh, very proud of your progress when we sat Thank in uh, the car outside uh, Franka's house Franka's house and yes you to- and you told me you were going to do comedy and yeah mm. I-, I-, I was right so yeah it's been awesome. good to see the journey that's great. Big up yourself you. and thank you for coming that. on the podcast. Thanks, man. I appreciate that, man. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at DaneBaptweets. Our guest was Tanya Moore. You can follow Tanya on Twitter at Tanya Moore. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me on Twitter at the Howard Cohen show with mixed and music produced by Faye Saki. You can follow him at Official O'Fay. We recorded at the Dairy Studios. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Thanks for listening. And remember, question everything.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.